Hello, and welcome to Clever Conversations. I'm your host, The Clever Bitch, but you can call me B. If your day has got you down and you have zero fucks left to give, well, then you are in the right place. So sit back, unless, of course, you're driving, then pay the fuck attention, or listen while you're getting the dishes done, whatever floats your boat, and let's get this party started. Hi, I am so excited today. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest. She's a new podcaster, which always makes me happy because I love it when I get podcasters that are new on my show, just to kind of show them what it's like to be on a crazy, silly show like mine, because y'all know I swear like a crazy motherfucker sometimes. It just happens, but that's all good. So I want to introduce my friend, Marianne. Marianne, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Um, you have a brand new podcast called Message in the Middle with Marianne. I do. And tell me a little bit about, tell me about this podcast. I'm so excited because I have listened. I've listened and it's really good. So the podcast came as a result of, I had joined a wellness community a couple of years ago and became a leader in that group. And I started hosting a book club. And it was also at a time where I was going through some changes with my professional life. I left a job I had been at for 25 years, and I suddenly had some extra time. I took six months off before finding another one and was kind of finding myself again. And while I was doing this book club, I really remembered all the things that I had loved so many years ago, but just didn't have time for anymore. And so we read a book a month and then we'd dissect the book and we'd get on a Zoom and we'd talk about it. And so for me, the natural progression in that thought became, hey, why don't I do something around this with podcasting, which I knew nothing about and am learning. Um, But that was sort of where the idea got born. And then I decided to use the book and the dissection of the book to sort of frame up an episode. But then I wanted to leave other episodes loose that could tie in, but um, be isolated enough so that I could do, you know, interviews, conversations, that kind of thing. So that was where it was born. And it is uh, mostly focused on personal development, self-help type topics. um, Because again, of where it was born and the things that I was into. Um, So we'll see, we'll see where it goes. As you know, we're only a trailer and one episode in, so a lot of room. That's all right. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you know, you can do that, though. Like, this is one of the things that I love telling new podcasters and people that want to be podcasters is that, really, you're the boss and you make the rules, so you can do it any way you like. I mean, that's that's what this is all about. This is why we love doing this. And we know it it started out like as a rebel form of uh, because of the radio stations and no one could get on them or do what they wanted. And that's where podcasting was born. And we do get to make the rules for ourselves. So have interviews, have whatever you want it. I've had some that I've just I think I talked about Thanksgiving once and I just was like listing the things I liked (laughs) about Thanksgiving. And it was actually a really stupid, silly podcast, but I really had a good time with it. And so like make it what you want it to be. And bring your listeners along for the ride. I know my listeners who definitely have missed me a bit in the past because uh, as we, so 
I should, we should, we should fill the listeners in that we've actually been talking. <laughs> we probably should have hit record a long time ago because we've been chatting for like 25 minutes before we started hit. We were like, I should probably hit the record button because we've had such a good time chatting. But I actually did. You, you'll notice there's a little break in my, in my podcast uh, journey here. I, I, I got swamped with things. I did some medical stuff going on and then um, started new jobs. And, and so now I'm, I'm back behind the mic doing more episodes and filling everybody in. But you know what? I'm the boss, right? So I can do it. So I'll be back regularly every week because David's going to be doing all my editing for me. So I don't have to think about it anymore. I did call I her out. I, I called, yeah, I you, called you out a little bit. <laughs> yes. In a very nice way. Did. You were, yeah, you know, you were very nice about it and you're absolutely right. Cause that is the truth. I, I let people down and I, you know, life happens, shit happens, right? Yeah. And you actually kind of talk about that in your first first episode about how things can like come up and get in the way. Things will always come up and get in the way, right? It's about how we recover from them. And I think not getting stuck in them because life is messy. I mean, that's the big premise that I talk about. And you can plan all you want. You can have, you know, this perfect little life going on and boop, something comes out of left field and it is going to happen to everybody. So yeah, it, life's messy. Yeah. It really is messy. And and we've also discovered on our journey, because we're both part of this amazing podcasting group, uh, Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. It's a free support group. So if you're interested in podcasting, check them out on Facebook. I will link it in the show notes so you can find it. Um, but in that group, we've we've learned that you can do it messy. You can do it however you want to do it really. Um, and there's so much love and support for us in that group. And, and and we do, we have to get back up. You, now you were saying earlier that you've had quite a journey. So tell us a little bit about your background and what you, what, what you went through to get you to decide to do podcasting. Mm. That's a hard question. Hard cuz I'm <laughs> hard cuz I'm not sure I want to answer it. No, just kidding. Um so yeah, I went through really quite a quite a I'd say difficult time at the at the moment um when I separated from my my job that I had been at for 25 years. Um my family there, you know, you you become a family with with a company and with people that you've been that long with. But the company had gone through three acquisitions. The culture was totally different. And it just, we were not aligned anymore. Let's just put it that way. And so it was time to to separate. And um, it was painful. It was scary. It was painful. It was sad. All those things. Uh, but it was also, once I could kind of look past that, um, exciting, right? It was I had time to breathe. I I had a pretty high demanding job. I had probably, I don't know, easily 60, 70 hours a week for m- many, most of those years. No time to really do anything. Um, and so all of a sudden I had a minute. I had a minute to breathe. I had a minute to think, connect and feel like, you know, what do I, what do I want? I want something more this time. Um, and so that's what I did. I spent six months. I spent a ton of time with my granddaughter. 
enjoyed my summer. I, you know, reconnected with friends. And then out of this book club and just spending some time in that community, I started really thinking about engagement. One of my biggest attributes in my skill sets across the years was uh, creating relationships with people, whether that was internally or externally with clients and vendors and that kind of thing. And I thought, this is all about engagement. It's all about creating partnerships and collaboration and getting in and, and kind of having a message and helping others. I also built teams, right? I built a lot of high-performing teams in my years. All, all those skill sets, while I never really thought about it, were perfect in this arena. And so I thought, geez, let me get out here and give this a try. And you are right. It is scary as heck. And doing it messy is not my thing. This is like so uncomfortable for me because I don't have all the answers and I don't know what I'm doing. But it's fun. It's really fun. So my decision was just really once I decided that I wanted to take the book club to that next level. It was a pretty easy decision. I just kind of fell into it. The thought just popped and that was it. It was just like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I just started researching and looking for groups on Facebook and trying to learn a little bit more and kind of align all the ducks and, and get them in a row as much as I could. So that was it. That's it. That's it. I love that. It's like fun, right? So you got over that. Like it is, it's, it's a, it's a huge shift for you, which is definitely scary. It's sad because you've really built something. 25 years is not a, you know, a short time at all. So, but then you embraced it and found the fun in it. It is a lot of fun, isn't it? It like, yeah. And we don't have to be perfect, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I know. Right. All that, all the perfectionists are going, what do you mean? I will say it is fun. It is scary. It is hard to let go of the perfectionism. Um, And then just for me to say it, to be crystal clear, this isn't something I'm doing as a full-time gig, right? I did find another role at another company in, in November and started there. And I'm very happy with that, but I'm doing this on the side and it's really pumping me up. So I'm really excited about being able to do both and I have better work-life balance with the new role. So that's great too, because it allows me to do this. It does. And we have people that can help us out like me who needs, you know, and I know how to edit and I just don't like doing it. It's it's the bottom line. You know, I got to just stop. I got to stop making excuses. Like I'm so busy and I don't, I don't, I am busy. Right. But I, I, I'm still up to date on my survivor this week. So I just watched my survive. Like, you know, like these are the important things. Right. So when I do have time where I could be working on editing, I definitely find other things I could be that keep my, keep me busy. So Brie, another thing I talked about was in my episode was self-awareness and keeping it real, right? So you have to admit that you don't make time because you don't want to make time. And, (laughs) and also bringing value to the things that you excel at is a better use of your time. So you weren't really excelling or loving it enough to have passion about it. So yeah, outsource it and do something with that time that you really love and can be passionate about and add value to. I know I need to, I'm glad that you said that because I I literally just have, and I, and I love the people that I've interviewed and I, I can't, I can't wait to share their messages, but literally I hate, I, okay, I'll say it out loud. I hate editing. 
I, you know, I learned, I forced myself to learn how to do it because I was like, I gotta, I have to be able to do all of these things, right? Cause you wear many hats when you're a podcaster. So there's, it's more than just, I have a mic and I have headphones and I can record, right? It's more than that. So it's all about building a rapport with guests and having, you know, fun things to talk about and bring interesting topics to your listeners, um, connecting with your listeners. But then you've also got all the graphic design for all your episode art. And it has to be a certain size for Apple. Yes, Apple, we know you're listening to. You have a very specific size. And so if you don't have the right size, you will get rejected. And and then you also have the editing portion of things and, and, and it just builds and there's more and more and more and more and more. Right. And then the more you like, oh, I want to get sponsors or I want to connect to a network. Um, it, it's, there's just always something more to add to it. So there is a lot to do. And I have gotten to the point where I have a lot to do and I don't want to do what I don't want to do. And that's editing. So I hate editing. I know how to do it. I can do it. I don't want to do it. I'm going to have someone else do it. Thank you, David, very much for doing that. I'm sure he's listening as well. So, um, right. So I'm outsourcing. I'm just lucky that I got like, I've got like the best sound engineer around that's going to do it for me. Who's been out there like, and people don't really know this. Like they're like, oh, he's a professional sound engineer. You have no idea how many things he has done that we all know about that. Like we don't know he did it. So when, and I, when I talk to my son, I'm like, oh yeah, he did Fallout 76 and he does all these video games. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. Right. But then he's also done a lot of television and movies. So there's a lot of things that like he's had his hands in and is at the top of his game. So I will happily hand that over to him to let him do all the, the heavy lifting when it comes to the editing and making me sound smarter and more intelligent and have a beautiful voice like you. You do have a beautiful voice for podcasting. Oh my gosh. So I don't hear it like everybody else does, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> we don't. I, I sound, in my brain, I sound terrible. I'm like, why would anyone listen to me? Our brains are a little and, crazy like that, right? They tell us these stories. You have to just kind of knock them away. I shove cookies in their mouth. Eric. I get all those thoughts. I'm like, shove a cookie in her mouth and send her on her way because I have no time for you. There's a, a TikToker who's really popular. I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name is Elise Myers and she does things messy. Um, and she's really blown up on TikTok. I, I'm not a big TikToker. Like I have like maybe three videos on TikTok, but like her videos are amazing. And she talks about like different times in her life where she's really been made to feel like crap about something of her it's in within herself. And her, her motto now is I do not receive this. Like I do not receive that. I will not take that. That is, that is all on you. And that is how you are feeling. And that is not who I am. And I know who I am. And so she's, her, I would suggest you check out her videos. Her, her videos on our TikToks are amazing. Um, and she talks about all the, the crazy things that she does that she's done in her life and how she, has learned from them. I love that. I mean, you don't have to choose to be part of their experience, right? That's their That's experience. Right. You get to create your own. So yeah, don't buy into it. Don't buy into the hype. Right? Isn't that a saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it is right. I think that's what they say. Don't buy, yeah. And we, we and, but we're trained to buy into it. We're trained to be told what we like and what we want to do, and where we should travel to, yes. and what should we wear, and what makeup is the best. And we're we're just programmed like that. And I've never been one that like follows suit. First of all, I really think, you know, skinny jeans may be out, but I think they're coming back in and I don't care. I'm going to still wear them and I wear what I want and I do what I want. Right. So I, I, I like 
so maybe that's why the rebel part of podcasting became like such a thing for me because I wanted to do it my way. And I, I don't, I, I guess I don't care if people, if you don't like it, you know, like the same way about me as a person, I can be a whole lot. Like I can be loud and crazy and silly and I'm really in your face and I don't sugarcoat things. So I tell you how it is. Um, when people ask my advice, they know they're going to get my honest feedback. Um, you either love that or you're going to hate that. So I, I, I'm a take it or leave it. If you don't like it, see ya. I don't have any time. So you know who you are. That's really good. But I do think you're a bit of an anomaly in that you said you've never cared. And I think I'm finding that at least people around our age, and we didn't compare notes, but I'm going to say we're around the same age. Um, (laughs) I think that there's this huge population, especially women, who for so many years, they conformed to what society told them they needed to be. Or due to life circumstances, they you know, had a kid and got married or whatever the situation was, right? And they went down this path that somehow just at the end of the day, you look in there and you're like, how did I get here? Like, where did I really want to go? Right. And that's kind of what I feel like I did a little bit of over that the last, you know, six months or so. And I find that there's a lot of women in our age category that are just sort of starting to explore that and figure it out again. And I think it's so cool to watch. Um, So good for you if you never had that happen and you kind of always went your own path. That's awesome but I do think it's a little bit uh, unique. It, it, I think it is unique. And, and I, and I definitely was influenced, um, you know, in my younger years, I let things influence me and help form my opinions on some things, but I was also, I think a rebel for as far here, here's how I, okay, this is, these are little tidbits of information that people really don't want to know, but Mr. <laughs> Mr. Newton, if you're listening, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Newton, So, so I was, I don't know what you want to call this, but like, I figured out in fifth grade that if I told the person in front of me that if they did the first half of the homework and I would do the second half of the homework and we would swap it, I would have less to do. And I figured if I talked to the person that sat behind me and I said, I'll do the first half of the homework, you do the second half of the homework and we'll swap, I wouldn't have to do any of the damn homework. Okay. (laughs) And then in seventh grade, I didn't like Mrs. Jacobson. She's long since passed. So sorry, Mrs. Jacobson. Um, my seventh grade grammar teacher, English grammar, um, I, didn't, I didn't get along with her and I didn't like the way she taught. I thought she was very condescending, especially to women, which I found very interesting because her being a female. But back in the day, that was the way it yeah. was. And I actually scheduled and coordinated a sit-in in our cafeteria to refuse to go to her class until the principal um, removed her from the school. We didn't want her there anymore. And we skipped class and sat in the cafeteria in protest. Oh, you were. So I always kind I was a rebel yeah. from like as early as I can remember. Um, not that, you know, swapping homework with people was the smartest thing to do. I didn't learn a lot then. So I probably should have done the homework. Well, you learned um, negotiation but- skills and you learned how I to did. be efficient. <laughs> And utilize your resources wisely and outsource that the things you didn't want to do. You actually learned a lot that you're still using today. <laughs> That's true. You're writing my next resume, by the way. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> All over it. <laughs> oh, good. Because that sounds really good. Because when I had it in my mind, it never sounded that good. But, you know, that's what we go through, right? So, like, we, 
and I, and I think you do get it to an age where you just have no more time for, for any yes. of the stuff that you just don't want. I don't know if it's that we just, I don't, what, what, help me with this one. What, what is it that does that? I don't know. So I think it's, I think it's a few things. I think that, um, mostly we get to the point where our children are grown. If we've had children, our, our relationships are where they're going to be, whether they're together still or they're gone. You know, you're at a point where it's a stable place of whatever that is. Um, career wise, you've figured out what you want to be or who, you know, sort of where you're at as far as earning a paycheck. Um, so you have a minute to think about it, but I, and you don't have as much influence. And I also think, I don't know, for me, the clock is ticking, right? I mean, the clock is just right there and life starts flying by in like a minute. You know what I mean? 10 years goes by in a minute. And so I think you recognize that if I'm going to do it, I got to do it. Like now's it. I don't know. I I agree with that. I think that's very true. I think the clock is ticking. I think, you know, I, I started the rebel like early forties. I think I started to really, I think that was my, my bullshit cup is full. I have no room for any more. Um, and I, I just started doing things my way. Um, I never had tattoos until I was in my forties and Marianne, you know me, I have a full body of tattoos now, like it's everywhere. Um, and like, you haven't even seen me in shorts yet. So (laughs) the legs are covered too. Um, and I was just like, I just, well, my son stopped playing hockey, so I had money again. So that's what, because hockey is ridiculous when it comes to money. Um, and they play it year round here. So I, I had money and I just said, I want to do this. And I just did what I wanted to do. And I stopped, like, I still get, I, people look at me sometimes when I go out and they give me these dirty looks. So like, especially at like this one grocery store, which is kind of like, uh, like there's a lot of lake homes near it. It's in a community where there's a lot of money. And I would say generally, generationally, they're older. So we have an older crowd and they still give me looks in these little, what I call mean mugs. And I sometimes forget like that I have tattoos on me. So I'm like, what are you looking at? Right. Cause I'm like, what, like, what, like, what is it? People and, are judgy. And then I've, People are very judgy. Very, but there, there's a balance to that mm. because I get so many people that will come and talk to me where they probably wouldn't have gone up and t- just don't normally talk to people and say, oh, those are cool. And how did you get that? And that one on your ear must have really hurt. I get that more <laughs> than anything. Like, And I'm going to tell them, like, you have your ears pierced. That's a hole through your entire ear. Like, that hurt a lot more than this little tattoo on my ear, which doesn't hurt at all, by the way. It's like the, of all the tattoos I've gotten, that's probably the easiest one. I mean, we get our ears pierced. I mean, it's not that much different. Um, I'm a baby. So, I'm a baby. No, yeah. no tattoos for me. <laughs> no tattoos. No. That's okay. I just found it as a great way of self-expression. I just really, I found, I found such beauty in the art of it that I just wanted it on me. Um, it, like every single tattoo that I have is very um, inspired by something. So there's a lot of meaning behind it. I'm not just throwing something on my body because it's cute for the day and then I don't like it the next day. Um, and I think that I just started to like, expand and just say, this is what I want to do. Right. And I, and I took that farther to, I want to do this and I want to do these, try these different things in my life. Um, and then it really became something in forefront when I experienced being sick so bad last year and then said, no longer am I going to stop planning for my tomorrows. I want to have a whole bunch of tomorrows and I want to plan them and have 
a life that I really, really want instead of the life that I had. That's the and key. So, that is the key right there, right? That's and, the magic message. Guys, if you're listening, this is the magic, magic, right? It's you want a life that is really enjoyable, that you can wake up every day and be filled with gratitude and just really embrace what you have and be happy about it. And if you're not happy about it, try to take steps to get to a better place. But that, I mean, that's it. You don't want to just go through life going through the motions. We all go through so many years just going through the motions. Of what we're supposed to do and what we're expected to do and what they've planned out for us to do, whether that's, you know, just getting getting to college and like, oh, I'm I'm supposed to be a doctor or I'm supposed to be this because this is what is expected of me to you reach a point where you say, I need to make my own choices and live the life that fulfills me yeah. and brings me joy. And that, but that's a really difficult thing to do because sometimes it doesn't align with the people around you. Yes. And and so you have to, I, I think I just read something about uh, blow, the, the candle blowers, the ones that try to blow your candles out all the time, and you have to keep your light to shine um, and how there, you're going to have a lot of people around you that will try to blow that candle out for you. But I'm very protective. Like fire is life. I learned that on Survivor. When your flame goes out, you're done, right? So I'm going to protect that damn flame for a very long time and just th- keep throwing more on the fire, right? To make it grow and grow and grow and be even brighter. Yeah. And surround yourself with people that can support that and to can lift you up, right? And minimize the time with those other people. And you know, everybody has family. We all have family. We all have family stuff. But you can minimize people that you are related to and have to spend some time with, but you don't have to spend as much if you don't want, right? Or you don't have to discuss certain topics or whatever it is. Fill yourself up with those other people that can embrace what you're doing and lift you up. I I think that makes a ton of difference. I agree. I think that, and that's what I've really done. Like, I surrounded myself with people like you and in this group, and that's my dog in the background because she's now decided to join the podcast. Jelly's her name's Jelly, and she's gonna tippy tap through my room. Um, and and I surround myself with all these amazing people. Whether it's in the free group that we do for our podcasting, uh, we have a membership group as well. Uh, there's been a course that I've taken, um, and and. And now I'm meeting more podcasters because podcasting has opened so much for me. I now work with all of these amazing, amazing women. I mean, Michelle Toscano, who's the real Canva girl. And you can see her on Instagram. Her her Instagram is on fire. If you have not seen it, you want to learn Canva, go see Michelle Toscano. She's the real Canva girl is her her tag on there. And then with Tiffany and David um, and what I've learned from them. And and Tiffany was really like in my ear so much saying, but you have all these gifts. And I kept saying, well, aren't I lucky? And she's like, no, damn it. You're not lucky. You, this is you, you've earned this. This is, this is from you. Luck has nothing to do with it. That one I'm still trying to get through, but I'm going to get through that and listen and take that in and receive that one, right? Receive that one. And then with Aaron Ramsey of You're Such a Catch and Janine from Kill the Unicorns. And I'm surrounded by these phenomenal ladies um, and men that 
are where I want to be or where I'm at now. And we are just lifting each other up. Level up. I think that's so. Level up, baby. Just keep on leveling up, right? It's what you do when you're surrounded by people that are sort of the same and go into the same place or in the same place. Leveling. That's so hugely important. I don't think we recognize how important that really is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all, there's actually a book called The Proximity Principle, but it's about getting jobs and like sort of hanging around people that you want to do that career or be that type of person, but it applies, right? It's the same. It's be with the the type of people you want to be and surround yourself with them and learn from them and don't be afraid of them, right? Because there's enough for everybody. Just keep leveling up with each other and I think that's important and I think it helps. It helps pull you along and you have ups and downs and they'll have ups and downs and you just you just keep pulling each other along. That's very true. I have a friend that when the COVID crisis hit, um, I had a soap business and I mainly sold things um, at craft shows. And hello, COVID, lockdown, yeah. nobody goes to anything, right? Everything's canceled. And I had to figure out how to pivot and keep my business alive. I ended up meeting this lady. Her name is Ruth Hoffner, and she ran Facebook events on on Facebook that were very min- minimal in cost, and you could post about your products and try to get people that were had joined the event event that you had invited other people to. And um, and she really took me under her wing because I was so eager to learn as much as I could. And she's one of the smartest women I've ever met in my entire life. And such a dear friend. And she took me in and she explained it like this. As I was needing that mentoring and I was needing to rise up and to learn from her, I was in her nest, right? And I was I was cradled in that nest and I was taken care of and I was moved to like learn as much as I possibly could as I grew and I grew. And then I then I hit the point where it was time for me to leave that nest. And she told me, it's time for you to leave that nest and go out and do your thing and maybe join another nest as you move up and as you grow. And I so I've always looked at it like that since she told me that about how I, I, I needed to be in that nest for a bit and then keep moving and growing. And so I've, I've landed in a great nest now that I'm very, very happy in and growing and, and enjoying bringing more into that nest that I can help and mentor and, and bring up and level their game up yeah, as well. I was just going to say that. I, I think it, it goes both ways, right? You were probably giving her something at the time that she needed as well. And now you've moved on to another another place And I think there is something for you to get there, but also something for you to give as well. I agree. Thank you. Um, Before it gets too late, because we're going to have to wrap this up, can you tell us about what's coming up on your podcast and where they can find you? Sure. So um, what's coming up is I, I will be releasing in a few weeks the next few episodes, which will tie loosely into um, the book that I first dug into, which was Glennon Doyle's, um, of course I'm drawing a blank real life here on this podcast. <laughs> You're grabbing that book. I Glenn, see you. That's Glennon okay. Doyle's Carry On Warrior, The Power of Embracing Your Messy, Beautiful Life. So that's my first episode, um, where I dig into that. But then the next few episodes will be with people and conversations around real life, uh, messiness and resiliency and stuff like that. Um, so you can find me on uh, Message in the Middle with Marianne podcast on the major platforms. 
And I do have a private uh, Facebook group as well named the same way if anybody would like to check it out. And that's where you can find me. All right. I'm going to put all that in the show notes so they can check it out. I'm excited. And I, we've got this plan for tomorrow. So we're going to talk tomorrow. And I'm going to be on your podcast. So that'll be really fun. Exciting. I know. I'm excited. I can't thank you enough for ha- just joining me today and just hanging out with me because we've been we've been here for over an hour, even though the podcast won't be that long. Sorry, guys. I should have hit record sooner, but we had a great chat. So thank I you. look forward to more of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope you've had as much fun as I did and learned a few things along the way. For more information, you can check the links in the description of this podcast. I'll be back next week with more joy, love, and laughter. Until then, I would be honored if you gave me a like and if you're so inclined to follow. Thanks again for listening. And remember, find some joy and laughter today. Ciao. You know that I loved you from the start, right from the start, right from the start.